Great morning, everybody. Uh, this is Cooper and Caleb of Ship Builders, and we're uh, happy to have our first guest on the Ship Builder episode three. Uh, Caleb, would you mind introducing the first guest? Absolutely, Coop. Um, nice hearing from you. Nice talking to you. Today on the podcast, Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb, we have a, a good friend and business partner of mine, Mr. Joey Cameron. Joey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's a pleasure. Joey, can you do us all a favor? Cooper doesn't know you at all, right? A lot of our listeners probably don't know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, why you do what you do. Yeah, so I am a real estate agent in Minnesota, in the greater Minneapolis area. Um, I came from a past job in sales. Um, I was selling personal training for about three and a half years before I jumped into real estate, and now I've been in real estate for about uh, almost two and a half years. So um, basically, I've been hustling since I kind of in the in the rear the real career field, if you will, of and didn't really know I had any bit of a sales skill set until I put it into application. So, um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I love, uh, love, you know, hanging out with my family and friends and, um, obviously growing the business and now multiple businesses with you, Caleb. So just looking to keep getting after it. Nice. Nice. Uh, what's, what's your family life like? Yeah. So, well, I, uh, I have a, a long-term girlfriend and a um, basically a stepson, if you will, quote unquote. So we were just uh, playing Texas Hold'em downstairs. So, you know, we like to we like to hang out and all that stuff. Um, we do a lot of, you know, activities with our other extended family. Um, you know, a lot of game nights and and whatnot. But really, my family is a huge part of my why. Um, that's what I'd kind of bring it back to. You know, with with my parents. Um, you know, a big experience in my life is they filed for bankruptcy when I was in high school. So I kind of saw them struggling financially. So, and I was old enough to understand it, which, you know, I now look back and realize that that was a blessing from God that I was able to kind of go through that experience. We were fine. I didn't go hungry at all by any means. Um, I had a great, I had a great childhood, but, um, you know, it, it really anchored me to, to, to kind of, I guess, learn learn the financial side of life early um and and really uh kind of get the foundation set as soon as i could so um what i attempt to do in the future is uh provide some sort of uh you know retirement benefits to my parents just for all that they did for me so so anyways my family all in all is a, is a big part of my why nice nice i so i was wondering you said you did sales before uh, you got into real estate, right? Yes. What was the name of the company that you worked for before? Yeah, so I worked for Lifetime Fitness. Um, okay. So along with Caleb as well. So that's where we originally met. Um, but I worked uh, at a couple different locations. Basically, I kind of started as just a, a general personal trainer. Um, and then, you know, quickly went into management where I was much more focused on the sales side, where I was essentially consulting with prospective clients and then connecting them with trainers to kind of get them on some sort of fitness program, basically. Gotcha. Joey, Joey, tell Cooper how good you were at your job. <laughs> for a while there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, 
I had a, I had some big months, a few big months uh, during the course of that. Um, I, there's one guy that Caleb and I both know and, a, and a, a former associate of ours that would also do really well. And there was one month where I beat him. And uh, that was probably the best month that uh, that I had an experience of working there just because it was nice to finally so... beat, beat the top guy. So can we can we can we share numbers like when we're talking like big months like what what what's the number? Yeah, so I mean, I guess in in retrospect, or to put it in reference, I should say, um, if you were doing 10k or more a month, you were pretty solid. You were you know in the top you know 30 percent probably of trainers. Um, if you're doing 15k or more, you're you're really killing it. Um, there's one month where I think I did 21k. So I did, I sold $21,000 worth of fitness services in a month. So that's personal trading, metabolics, nutritional products, just all the kind of stuff that we sold. Um, and I think I only beat the, this uh, former associate of ours by like $500. So it was, <laughs> it hey, was uh, kind matter. of rubbing the face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I told him, cool. I told him second place is just means you're the first one to lose. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? So what was the like the mind shift from, you know, having a a great sales job to, okay, I want to go into real estate. Yeah. No. So I think real estate was always an interest of mine. Um. I got. I'm. I'm. Originally started. You know, kind of probably my first or second year at Lifetime. Um. Started listening to a very well known real estate investing podcast called Bigger Pockets. Um, and that was the, the, the biggest catalyst in my that, that sparked my interest in real estate basically. So at first it was just kind of like, Hey, I know that I want to acquire rental properties, you know, kind of going forward during the course of my life. Um, I knew, you know, again, kind of going back to financial security and the experience that I went through in high school with my parents. Um, I knew that, you know, it was important to have multiple streams of income for more financial security and just making sure, um, you know, I was always set in stone there, but uh, so that was kind of originally what it was. And then um, I actually, Caleb was a big part of um, me kind of jumping into real estate probably earlier than I would have assumed. I, you know, presume I would have if I wouldn't have had that conversation with Caleb. But <laughs> we honestly sat down and, and uh, you know, he was like, hey, man, you know, it's better time to do it. It's, like, if you're going to do it, you should just do it now. So I, I literally got my education done within like five weeks and uh, I was licensed and jumped right in in probably two months. Man, action, action, action. Love yes. It. So, how, so but, how did you? So, how did you meet Caleb? Like, what? Like, what was the first time you like you guys first met? <laughs> um, well, Caleb and I met uh, as personal trainers. So, um, I was actually. Uh, I think the first time we really, really met was I was working in the in the cafe at Lifetime because I actually worked in the cafe for about maybe eight or nine months before. I became a personal trainer and Caleb was an intern. I have no recollection of this. uh, There wasn't really a negative experience by any means. I mean, I I always liked Caleb. He was kind of quiet. You know, I was like, okay, seems like a good dude. He was an intern trainer though. I remember. So I was like, oh, who knows how long this guy will be here. Right. So, (laughs) um, but I actually got respect once I stepped on the court and saw Caleb hoop. I was like, okay, he's a good hooper. And, uh, you know, obviously we, we had that mutual love for the sport. So I think our relationship just kind of grew from there. On a, on a, uh, a side note, did you see what Jordan C was wearing? 
Probably one of the 50 that he owned at the time. I don't know. <laughs> See, I had, at that point, Cooper, I had dwindled it down to 50. Okay, okay. <laughs> Did right, you hear right. that? I, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. Joey, can you, yeah. you know, take us back, you know, you're in the cafe, you know, or maybe you're, you were a trainer or maybe you were, uh, you know, just starting out in your real estate career. What was kind of one of the, your first kind of major moments or major light bulb moments where you were like, oh, this is what I need to do with my life or this is something I need to change? Sure. Um, no, it's a great question. I mean, I almost feel like I, my life has kind of been a bunch of small learning lessons along the way that have just built up and, and kind of, you know, changed my behaviors and habits for the better um, to kind of basically create the person I want to become, right? That's always what I've, what my thought process has been. But um, I mean, I think, you know, luckily when I started in personal training, um, it was all commission. Um, you know, that there was some sort of draw pay, but basically you had to go out and get it right away. Um, and you had to get clients. So I think I still remember very vaguely, uh, or not vaguely, very, um, vividly, I should say, uh, the first day I started in personal training, they said, you know, you're, you're supposed to walk the floor and talk to people and book appointments. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's just what I'm supposed to do. I didn't really have, I was a little fearful, but I didn't have this huge barrier that like, oh, I'm going to get rejected. I'm going to get turned down. This is going to suck. I don't want to do this. I just went out and did it. Um, and I, the first day as a personal trainer, I booked 20 appointments um, to meet with people. Let's for go. Yeah. <laughs> and I went up, I just remember going up to my manager and I was like, hey, I, I booked 20 appointments. They're like, what? And I'm like, I, I booked 20 appointments. Like, is that good? And they're like, that's fucking great. Like, sorry, I just cursed. I didn't... <laughs> right, hopefully that's fine. But um, we want you to be authentic. Okay. <laughs> we just want you to be authentic. Uh, uh, no, but yeah. So, I mean, that was a big moment where I was like, wow, okay, I must be good at this. So, and it, and it didn't come super difficult for me um, to do that. So, um, basically I just, I saw a huge progression at that point where, okay, I booked 20 appointments, you know, probably 12 or 13 of them actually ended up showing up. And then, you know, I probably, I think I closed two or three of my first clients out of those, out of that initial 20. So it really is kind of like, well, it was just like right away. It was like, oh, wow. It is just a numbers game. I can literally book 20 appointments daily and I can get two or three cl- new clients every day. Obviously that's going to kind of scale back because I'll get busier and busier, but I knew like, you know, it, it's just a numbers game. So, um, luckily again, I mean, I try to trace back to my childhood and like maybe why I was okay with taking on rejection and not being super fearful. I mean, I remember when I was, uh, probably 11 years old, maybe 12, I really wanted, that's when the Xbox 360 came out. Right. So I'm hey, like, yeah. Xbox. right. So I'm like, shout out to Microsoft, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got to jump on that. Right. Like I had Steve to Ballmer yeah. taking my money. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was a uh, gears of war had just come out too, which, uh, that was just, that was a huge game in my life. But anyways, um, I wanted an Xbox 360, right? My parents, you know, that was again, I mean, they were probably, I didn't even know it probably $60,000 in credit card debt at the time. So I had, you know, so I was like, I gotta, you know, they were like, you gotta get this on your own if you want it. So I walked around the whole neighborhood and just knocked on doors and basically just said, I'll rake your yard, I'll shovel, whatever. It was during the fall, I remember, because I got, I ended up getting like three or four houses for like raking leaves clients, right? And I ended up stacking up like $400 within two weeks. Um, and I went and got, went out and got an Xbox 360. So maybe that was one experience that it kind of, you know, uh, brought me further in life than I even know, sure. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if you knock on my door 
August 15th, I will definitely let you rake my leaves this year. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, but like that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's for sure a moment in your life where I guarantee you were rejected 80% of the time yep. at least. Yeah. Right. You know, you mentioned earlier the numbers game mm-hmm. and I have a good feeling that I'm knowing what you mean. Um, but can you talk, like, explain to our listeners, what is the numbers game? What's reverse engineering? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? It, what does that mean to you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, really, I guess, you know, it's all, it's all just a funnel, right? I mean, when you're in the sales business, like I kind of always say like, you know, Zig, Zig Ziglar actually spoke about this, so I'm not taking credit for it by any means, but basically, you know, he had said that if you have, if you have true sales experience, you have more security than anybody out there, you know? So it, it, you know, even doctors or medical people in the medical field, like if you are a good salesperson, you will always be in demand. Like there will always be a job for you. So when I, you know, I think just understanding the numbers game and just knowing like there's, there's also other parts to this that we can kind of talk about later if you want. But um, you know, it, it comes down to, you know, the numbers game in the funnel, but also not being just transactional but being relational as well. So you can't, it can't, it can't just be turn and burn, you know, because then you're going to burn out and you're not going to have any retention of clients. So it has to be kind of a a happy medium, if you will, I think. Um, But the funnel, basically I just look at everything like a funnel, you know, like right now um, in real estate, you know, it's my funnel is basically generate a seller lead, book a seller, book a seller's presentation or listing appointment. Um, you know, get the, get the property, get, get a listing agreement, get the property on the market, get it under contract, and then hopefully it closes. And that's when you get paid. So, I mean, it, again, it's just a funnel. There's four or five steps and you just start at the top and you fill that. And that first funnel or that first part of the funnel is generate a seller lead. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to focus all of my time on generating seller leads, all of the time that I have. Right. So that that funnel gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, you know, therefore the bottom of the funnel will be bigger as well. Right on. So I just want to add something to um, Joey when you were speaking. You actually hit a couple of good points that me and Caleb didn't talk about in our couple of episodes, but you talked about um, having a a why, and you said mm-hmm. your your family is is your why. Could you could you explain to the listeners why having a why? Oh, that, was, mm. that was kind of funny. <laughs> why having a why, anyways, why having a why is important when you're chasing your your goals or dreams yeah no totally that's a that's a huge question um and i think i mean i'm probably not the best suited to answer this question by any means but at the same time for me personally i'll speak from my experience um having a why is like you, and you need a why i think life is growth you know like you you can't, you know, life just can't be stagnant, you know, like it, in my opinion, right. For, for me to be happy, content, productive, successful in whatever way, you know, spiritually, physically, mentally, like you, you just have to grow. So I think that, you know, if you have a big enough and a strong enough why and purpose, then you're going to continually work on growing and developing yourself. So, you know, I guess that's kind of the the simple answer to it, if that oh, no, <laughs> uh, that's makes great. sense. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have any further thoughts to that. I know Caleb. I can 
kind of turn it to you too because I know you're a big person on like having a why. So I'm a I'm a huge I'm a huge why guy. I mean, for me, the times when uh, the times when I've been most productive and or happiest in my life, mm-hmm. you know, that's basically the same thing. Me being happy is when I'm productive, or yeah. when I'm productive, I'm happy. Yep, is when I have you know a strong goal or or the, the reason behind the goal, and typically, it's related back to giving or helping someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where I am the most intrinsically motivated. Mm. Like an an extrinsic motivator is I want a new car, a new house, a new vacation. You know, an intrinsic motivator is. You know, I I want to, you know, better the world, better someone else, mm-hmm. truly make a difference in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. So I, Cooper can expound on this as well. But I found that um, when I'm happiest is when I'm really focused on making a difference, and I'm and and I get an ancillary benefit, but I'm not like you know the direct benefiter. When, when if we're just mm-hmm. talking about real estate, for example, like helping someone buy their first home. I get an indirect benefit of that. You know, I get to make a commission on helping someone buy a home. That's one of the, you know, jobs or businesses that I run. But truly, truly, I mean, the the, the commission check that comes, that's great. But it, what's what makes it worth it is genuinely helping someone. And that's corny. But, you know, after you do X amount of transactions, you just... The, the money's the money, right? You're, you yeah. keep going because you like helping people. Most definitely. I agree with that very much. Cooper, what, what's your why? I mean, talk about that. So, uh, for me, uh, my my why is, you know, to kind of piggyback off, off Joy a little bit is my family, um, my two kids, um, and, then, and then just where I want to go, you know, having, having goals too. Um, you know, I know, I know we're talking about times, you know, when we're the happiest and stuff, but like, even in the times that you don't want to do something or, Mm -hmm. or like right now with everything we're going through, you know, what's, what's going to push you to, to go knock on doors or, or to get up and go to work. You Mm -hmm. know, if, if you got to have a big enough why, um, to be able to, to do those things, you know, and, and for me, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I've broken my why down in, into different um, compartments or different aspects of my life. Um, so it helps me to, you know, stay focused. And like when those days come when I don't want to get up and go to the gym or or get up and and uh, go to work, you know, I I always write my goals down in the morning and that that helps me refocus myself and and make sure my why is is the focal point of, of the day. So I can push, push through, uh, adversity. So, so yeah. And then, and then, uh, real quick, I, um, Joey, when he was talking about his parents, I just want to touch on this too. Um, talked about, you know, seeing his parents, you know, go through some, some hardship and like that, that helped shape him. And, uh, and sometimes you don't find your, your best ideas, until you're at your lowest point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know we're, you know, we're all going through this hard time and stuff like that, but just, just remember that um, disruption creates innovation. 
So like people are having to think of different ways how to do things, you know, we're like, you know, last, you know, since 2008, you know, I know we had a, a couple of tough years there to climb back to, you know, a great, you know, things going good. Like people just were kind of on autopilot, like everything is good. Business is good, mm-hmm. you know, and then you get into a contraction like we're going through and now it's okay. Everyone has to change up their thinking and, and find different ways to do things. And sometimes the best ideas come out of times like this. So, yeah, I just want to touch on that, Joey. That was, that was a good point that you. It's like building muscle. Yeah. Right? Building yeah. muscle. Yep. You only build muscle through adversity. <clears throat> exactly. Yep. So, yeah. Joey, um, so I appreciate you taking us through kind of, you know, like kind of your, you know, at your leveling up process, your light mm-hmm. bulb moments. Talk to us about like a recent light bulb moment that you've had where it's like, mm, you know, a little lesson that, you know, pushed you to further develop. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, for me, you know, Zig Ziglar said this and Caleb, you and I just talked about this the other day, but people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So <laughs> I'm going to write that yeah, down. That's a great quote. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Say it again, Joey. Yeah, say it again for us. People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, basically where I'm going with that is I think every day I kind of have to be hungry. I have to wake up hungry. I, it's kind of like I have to start at zero and I have to go to a hundred daily, you know, and then I have to end the day at zero as well. So I can start the next day and go to a hundred again. So you gotta, you gotta just continually have that hunger and that you, literally, I mean, as I always think about Dwight Schrute when I say this word, but you have to be insatiable. <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to be a jackhammer. <laughs> no, but um, I think just, you know, continually, you know, and again, it goes, it ties back to, you know, my point about life is growth. Um, so, you know, on a daily basis, I deal with multiple small failures every day, but I also deal with wins. So it's, you know, kind of focusing on the wins and just quickly moving past the failures. And the, and the more, the more you have those little failures, I think just naturally as a person, the more your character is going to grow and the more resilience that you're going to have to just continue to take action and get after it. Because, you know, you know, especially as like a such a, um, you know, uh, frequent prospector, I know that every I, I know that every no that I get is getting me closer to a yes. So I almost like. I'm almost fueled by people telling me no, just like, Oh, great. On to the next one. Let's go. You know? And I, I know that eventually someone's going to say, yes, it never fails. It just never does. Like somebody will every time. Whenever you talk about this, Joey, I always think of Reggie Miller when he was asked, you know, if he was in a shooting slump, why he kept on shooting. Yeah. And it's because, because I'm going to make the next one. Yeah. (laughs) And that, and that leads me to the point. You know, if you're willing to share, which I'm sure you are, take, you know, can you take our listeners through, you know, a typical life in day in the life of Joey Cameron? Sure. You know, because what, what, when you say prospecting, mm-hmm. what do you mean? What do you do? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. So, um, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll take you to my normal life without, you know, now for the past week or two, things have been different a little bit, but, 
Sure. At the same time, though, you know, I think it's important right now to make a point that you shouldn't really be changing too much, honestly. Like, if there's external factors that need to change, then yes, change. But, like, your schedule, you know, should not be changing right now. Your workouts should not be changing. Like, you should be, um, you know, you should be consistent. And I think that's what's going to get you out of this slump that we're in. But anyways, um, you know, in a normal daily life, I I go to a um, – a gym. It's a, it's a, uh, circuit training gym. I usually do a six thirty in the morning class, um, three or four days a week outside of that. You know, I just kind of do my own, uh, workouts at a gym or something, but I, so I start with a workout. If I have time before, you know, it, it, honestly, if I'm disciplined to get up early enough, so I'm usually getting up at five twenty. If I can get up at five that day, I'm doing a little bit of reading, maybe a little bit of journaling before my workout. Um, and then I'm hitting the workout and then basically going into work after that. And, the large part of the first two, three hours of my day is just follow-ups. So, I mean, I obviously have a, a database of probably 2,500 people um, that I'm, you know, continually touching. Some of them I touch once a year. Some of them I touch once a month. It just depends on the person and how, you know, how much attention they need and, and all that. But so the first bulk of my day is, is generally um, just following up with prospective clients. And then, you know, um, and then, you know, the second half of my day in the evening is just straight prospecting. So I essentially only do circle prospecting now, which what that means is I get a list of 500 people in a neighborhood. And it's usually in a neighborhood that we recently just sold a house in. And I'm literally just calling those people saying, hey, I just sold a house in the area. And, you know, I go through a little spiel, but basically it's just trying to uh, see which kind of which people are interested in selling and if, you know, they'd be open to our services. So how you know, many times do you hear no in a day? Probably. Uh, um, well, today, I mean, I can, I actually wrote this down. I sometimes record it. Um, I got 13 no's and I generated seven leads. So 13 no's and seven. So actually today the conversion rate was pretty good. That's a huge uh, rate. Yeah. That's yeah. not the average folks. No, it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's probably more like 20 no's and two yeses, honestly. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, that's, so, you know, 10% of people I talk to say, you know, they'd be at least express some sort of interest where they're worth following up with, I guess. Um, and I think that speaks to your skill, too, because I think from what I know about the industry, it seems like 5% is a pretty standard. That's a that's a good yeah yes rate. And, and I think Very it true. just comes down to the fact that you genuinely care. Mm-hmm. and You're authentic. Right. And that's a big reason I wanted you on the podcast, just because that's the type of person. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, um, I, you know, another one, I would say recently, I think about three months ago, I actually listened to the audible version, but, um, the go-giver, have you guys read that book or I have not? No, I haven't. Gotcha. Well, it's a quick, it's a quick read, which another, you know, I like little quick reads, but it's just a quick business story about a guy who was just hustling and grinding his way through life. But he was always, he was always give or take, you know, he's well give and take. So if he gave a service, he expected something back. You know, and that's, I think 99% of people are like that. And even in sales too. So shifting your mindset to just giving, like just, you don't have to, there's nothing you should expect back. Just, Hey, I'm here to be a resource for you. I'm here to help you out. Like I have the time to provide information that could be very, you know, helpful for you and, and potentially um, decision altering in your real estate move. Right. So um, it's just, yeah, I mean, just being, being that, outlet for people so that um you know when it when it comes time that they need your services they're going to be 
happy to work with you, I guess. So that's huge. Joey, while I have you on that subject, um, off topic, is there not a book with their, where it talks about people who are givers, takers, or matchers? Yes. Um, I don't remember what it's called though, but there is a book. Um, it might be called give and take, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I think from what we've talked, the biggest premise of the book is the most successful people are typically givers. Yeah. You know, they, they give, they want to help a lot in return. Exactly. They want to help a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Very Uh, cool. I was just going to say to uh, Joey, I can, I can see why Caleb wanted you on here first. I can, (laughs) I can see now. Um, but you mentioned having a, a routine um, mm-hmm. and some sort of schedule. Um, could you could you maybe just touch on real quick to the audience, like why having a routine and schedule, especially in times now, um, is, mm-hmm. so, is so important? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think, you know, consistency is obviously a huge factor in success. I mean, you know, especially in the sales industry like you you just have to be consistent with your actions and your habits and you know over time business will continue to grow and and likely exponentially but um you know i think right now you know there's so many people that are just so fear-based right now and and, and, you know it's fine i'm not judging those people are saying it's wrong to be scared but you know there's a lot of people in scarcity mindset as well a lot of hesitation going on so keeping yourself in a consistent routine, I think is, is just going to help anchor you and continue to keep your mindset um, grounded and your perspective where it needs to be. Um, you know, cause otherwise it's so easy. And especially nowadays, like how much media is out there just scrolling through Facebook, Instagram. I mean, most of it is, most of it's negative, you know? So like, <laughs> I mean, I actually, one thing I do, I, you know, and I heard this, I think, um, What's his name? Tim. Is it Tim Ferriss? The four hour work week. Is that yep. his yeah. name? Yep. Yep. That's so he had said, I listened to a podcast a lot, like probably a year ago. Uh, and he had said that he deletes his Instagram and Facebook for a week or two at a time. And I do that ever since I heard that I, I do that. So like, I don't jump on Facebook or Instagram for a week or two. And right now I haven't looked for like at least six days. Like it's, you know, cause and you're why? still alive. Yeah, right. Like I'm still here, <laughs> and and people still like I'm still talking to people. <laughs> yeah, it, I still have interaction. It's crazy. That's crazy. That's cool, Joey. Yeah. Let yeah. me let me take this opportunity then to segue. Uh, you know, you're on, you're on the ship building podcast, and obviously that's about building relationships. Um, talk to us about why building relationships are important in your life, mm-hmm. and also, you know, what's you know, what's like a moment in your life where like, man, that was a really integral relationship I built Mm. that kind of made me who I am today. Sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, well, and I'm sure you guys obviously both know this quote. I'm sure there's going to be multiple people that will say it throughout the course of your podcast, but you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? That's mm, like, can, can, can uh, you say that slower. So I <laughs> catch that. Right. Yeah, no. So you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that I think that's one of the truest statements maybe ever said. Like, so relationships, obviously, you know, are, are huge from that side of things, because, you know, if you're around negative people it, and, you know, it's just like, you know, like they say, like if, 
you're hanging out with four millionaires, guess or five millionaires, guess who's going to be the sixth millionaire eventually, right? It's going to be you, mm-hmm. right? But if you're hanging out with five people who smoke weed and are, you know, in dead end jobs, guess who's going to be the sixth person who starts smoking weed and gets a dead end job? Like honestly, mm-hmm. so yep, yep. you know, it just there's, and you know, honestly, that that can be tough because you know there's relationships that you build when you're younger and you grow differently than other people. So there's many high school friends of mine that I kind of just kind of had to cut off, you know, and not, not in a bad way, you know, like still love them. Right. They're still my brothers, but like, I'm just not going to spend a lot of time with them, you know, because I just know that their habits are going to bring me down. So, um, you know, just surrounding yourself with the right people is, is obviously huge. I think Caleb, you asked, um, you know, what kind of an integral relationship in my life is, I, you know, there's, there's a good chunk of them, but I, I mean, I would honestly say like you as well as Benny Martinez, as you know, um, have probably over the last five years of my life have been the two most impactful relationships when it comes to like true growth um, and, and self-development and somebody who you literally just talk to and you're just fired up. You know, it's, I mean, those are the kind of we people. Should, we should yeah. take a minute and shout out. <laughs> Benny Martinez. Yeah, and you should get him uh, on the podcast someday too. He would yeah, be a fantastic you know, Benny guest. Benny Martinez will make an appearance on the podcast. I'm, I'll give a brief background on this gentleman, then I have Joey expand on it. But, yeah. Um, there's a guy I met, you know, a couple of years ago who is a, you know, he, he's a contractor and runs a contracting business, and uh, <clears throat> I believe at the time I was building a garage, and I needed a quote from a contractor. And, you know, you know what you do? You get on Google, right? <laughs> I, I found a company called Punch List Pros. If anybody in the Twin Cities needs a good contractor, Punch List Pros, Benny Martinez. And he came to my house. He walked in, you know, shook his hand. And the first thing he said was, hey, I noticed you had a 701 number when you called me. Um, you know, are you from North Dakota? And I said, yes, sir, I am. And he said, where are you from? I said, Grafton. And he said, that's weird. I'm from Grafton too. And if you know anybody, you know, from the Walsh County Grafton area, shout out. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it's middle of nowhere, small town USA. So I'm like, what are the chances that I call a contractor in a city of a greater area of 4 million people? And we grew up in the same hometown and, you know, like turns out I know members of his family. You yeah. Know what I mean, and he knows people I know. So that, that's a, crazy. That was crazy. Yep. A, that was crazy. It's meant to be. B, we went in my house I don't remember what, you know, book I had on my kitchen table, but I had some self-development, you know, book on my kitchen table. And uh, Benny was like, hey, that's a really good book. Have you ever read this one? And the book he was told me, asked if I had ever read, was a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I said, no, I haven't read it. And he literally gave me a copy of it out of his bag. And said, hey, you know, I'd love to build this garage for you someday, whether we work together or not. I'd love to sit down and grab a coffee with you sometime. And here's where I'll point it back to Joey um, and have him kind of just talk about, you know, what are those talks like with Benny? How do they go? Yeah. um, No, Benny, (laughs) um, honestly, they're always early in the morning, right? So it's right when you, you know, you're, you're up, you're getting ready for the day. You got that coffee rush in you and everything. So Um, but Benny is, you know, the most positive person I've ever met in my life. He has to be, I mean, he, he, in another crazy thing about him is he is never, he's never feel, he 
he never looks uncomfortable. He never feels awkward. There's been multiple interactions where he's talked to people and I can, and I sense a little bit of uncomfortability and he's just perfectly neutral. It's crazy. I don't, so he has a, he has a mindset that I think from a spiritual and from an enlightenment standpoint, that's probably the best way I could describe him is he is masterfully Mm -hmm. enlightened. Like, I just feel like he understands life, you know? So it's, and and we're, me and you are still very young, Caleb, right? So like, you know, I, when I talk to him, I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that's such a profound point that he just made that I've never reflected on, you know? So I think he's just, he expands your, he expands your mind in so many ways. You sit down and you feel like you're talking to Solomon. Yeah. Literally he, this dude is (laughs) so smart. So yeah, Yeah. we will definitely uh, get Benny on the podcast. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So going back, you know, to relationships with, with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, those are some of the most impactful relationships I've had. And obviously, you know, my partner Courtney and I were, we've continued to grow together a ton. Um, You know, we got goals in life we're getting after them. Like she's got a lot of confidence in me, which is great on a daily basis. Um, I mean, she talks me up big time, like, you know, which of course, you know, I don't, not to say we all like a little ego stroke, right? I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) If if your girl's talking to her girlfriend about how good you are at something, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. You're going to be humble. You're going to be modest. Hey, 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 chill, 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 chill. That was last week. That was last week. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, those, uh, keeping those people in your life, man, it's, it's huge. It's, and I think that it probably affects you more than you even know in all reality. That's awesome. Um, Cooper, I have one more question. Do you have any questions before, before I, I leave with this last one? Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't got anything over here, Caleb. Okay. So Joey, you already kind of touched on a lot of this, but you know, just in the personal development, the sales, the growth, the relationship building, you know, in all those areas, kind of what are you focusing on right now? Um, yeah, uh, I think every day I'm, I'm focusing on like self-development and growth as much as I can. Um, I mean, I would like to say every day, but it's not truly every day, to be honest. But, you know, I mean, it comes down to like, when I have time, I'm trying to read a book. When I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm working out, I'm generally listening to podcasts too, which about a year ago was a huge hump for me to get over because I was always a, a big music listener when I would work out. Sure. Um, but if I'm on my own now, especially when I'm doing just like some steady state cardio, I'm going to be listening to a podcast. So, Question. you know, Question. go ahead. Question. So just real quick. So like <clears throat> on max out days, do you switch it up to music? Uh, honestly, I don't do a lot of, I don't do a lot of heavy lifting anymore. I used to, and yes, and yes, when I used to max out, I would put something on that like really got me going. Okay, cool. cool, cool. Uh, yes. (laughs) Sorry Sorry for the tangent. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all good. The circuit training class I go to though, bumps music the whole time, like very loudly too. So to the point where you can't even hear your own grunt. So that, I mean, which is kind of a good thing. So I like to grunt when I'm working (laughs) out, but, (laughs) um, but no, uh, what what was I? Oh, I was like, yeah, so educate, you know, just continually educating myself in all the, like, little moments, um, I think is huge, just keeping my mind sharp, um, you know, and, and just daily, just overall consistency, um, you know, just, again, growth, making sure on a, on a daily basis I'm, you know, kind of being the best, you know, partner I can be, 
being the best role model for Ashton, which is Courtney's son, um, being the best son I can be, you know, being the best steward of faith I can be. I mean, it's just, you know, and obviously we're, we're human, right? We, we don't, we're not perfect. Like we make lots of mistakes. I have tons of shortcomings, but, um, you know, just, uh, I think continually, you know, giving credit to God as well. And, and as I go throughout my day, just knowing that, um, he'll, he'll, he'll be with me to get through anything. Um, and that he's going, I think I have a feeling for what he wants in my life. And, um, I, and I give credit to him for giving me the drive and motivation that I have. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it, it can, it can be, it can be learned and it can be molded into you, but it's something that I think is also innate, you know, to have drive and motivation. So I'm just lucky to be blessed with that, I guess. I don't know if that answers your question, but <laughs> Joey, you said you and Courtney have big goals, mm-hmm. you know, what's one or two of them that you're comfortable with sharing, you know, yeah. that are big. Sure. I mean, um, yeah, I think, you know, building, so getting to a point where we have, you know, a, a multiple streams of income, a big real estate investment portfolio, multiple businesses. I mean, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet, but um, you know, we want to, likely move to you know have a warmer climate where we kind of have that at this point in our life we would like a six month you know type of you know home where we you know stay somewhere for six months and come back to minnesota for six months you know kind of get the best of both worlds (laughs) that's over vibe yes exactly but you know doing that early so i think um you know we have we have plans i have plans at least of retiring early um you know being able to do that when i'm in my 40s not waiting until i'm 65 to do it um that's that's huge for us and then yeah i mean just you know continuing to we work on i think we're really good about we're open with each other and we're continually working on how to better our communication and our relationship and connection with one another um so all of that kind of ties into it as well of course but for sure yeah no that's that's great stuff man i appreciate you being vulnerable mm-hmm. appreciate you being authentic yeah man Cooper, what else you got no this was this was good this was good joey uh <clears throat> just so you know joey you are the first official guest yeah <laughs> of the ship builder podcast with cooper and caleb how does it feel dude it feels great i mean <laughs> it's good to talk with you guys again you know you're like-minded people you guys got to be the two of the five that I surround myself with. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. it's it's great to it's always good to have these discussions. They always fire me up, and um, just like for you guys, I think it's just re- continually refocusing yourself is yeah, huge. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. 100%. I mean, we do this selfishly, right? Yeah, we, we love we love talking about this stuff, and when we hear somebody like you being all they can be. Yeah, it makes Cooper and I feel like, man, this is what we need to do too. You know, yeah, hundred percent. I need to be better too. Joey's killing it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Joey, where can where can our uh, guests or fans reach you? At? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, again, I I go on one to two week hiatuses from Facebook and Instagram, but I still do. You know, go on Facebook and Instagram sometimes. So. You know, you can always hit me up there. Face, you know, Facebook Messenger. You can IM me on Instagram. Um, outside of that, I mean, we have, you know, our, our, uh, our real estate websites, you could always find us on and then learn a little bit more about us and our services there, I guess. Uh, but yeah, social media is usually the easiest way, unless you just wanted to text me directly. 
If you want me to share my number, I will. Oh, that's, no, that's, hey. that's, <laughs> I, I think that maybe next time, maybe on the next. Yeah. Day. Hey, trivia, Joey. Trivia, Joey. What is your Instagram handle? Do you know it? Ooh, I think it's. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I just recently changed. Well, I, I changed it because it used to be Kid Cam Twenty Eight, but then I thought I'm a real estate agent, so I maybe shouldn't be named Kid Cam anymore. So <laughs> that, that was too fire. That was my. That name was too fire. That was my rapper agent, name. Man. Which, by the way, Cooper, you don't know this. I I dropped a mixtape when I was eighteen. So hey, hey, um, we didn't is, play it. We didn't, yeah. we didn't start the podcast. It's, it's fire, Cooper. It's a little it's unper- inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know if I'd play it on this podcast, but <laughs> just in case you got younger ears listening, no, but. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, uh, it's I think it's Joey underscore Cameron at twenty eight, pretty sure. All right, cool. All cool. right, last, hey, yeah. last Joey, question. I got go ahead, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Last question. So, Joey, we're trying to get this. Well, not trying. We're gonna be doing a book, a book club, uh, next mm. month. So, me and Caleb are gonna pick a book, let our followers sure. know what the book is, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the month, we review the book. Okay. Um, do you have Maybe like maybe your top three, top three books. Sure. Um, all right, I got two in mind right away. Uh, the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I don't, do you want to write this down or? Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Got it. Yep. The Big oh, Leap by Gay Hendricks. Relentless by Tim Grover, mm. which was Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's trainer. Mm. Um, let me give you one more good one. I almost want to <clears throat> look on. Uh, let's see. Check out your list, right? Yeah, let me just. That's the quick. best thing about growing up in 2020 is there is literally unlimited access to the best free education you can imagine. I mean, think of growing up 70 years ago; you'd have to go to a library and hope they had, you know, a book. But there's literally unlimited am- amounts of knowledge in the world right now. Right. Totally. Um. I would say another one that is, it's just really, it's fantastic from a sales perspective. If you're a salesperson um, is never split the difference. I mean, it's with Chris, Chris Voss is the author. It's a, he's a former FBI negotiator, hostage negotiator. So it's, it's pretty crazy. The stories that he pulls out there are interesting enough to read the book. Honestly, just because the stories are insane, but very cool to listen to. Nice. That's awesome. Joey. Really appreciate you having uh, or you being a guest on episode three here. Um, thanks for sharing your time. If anybody wants to connect with Joey, you know, shoot him a shoot him a Facebook message, Joey Cameron or uh, jo- Joey underscore Cameron twenty eight at Instagram. Hit him up. He's one of the most giving guys, and you know, obviously we had him on this podcast, so he's definitely open to building more relationships mm-hmm. and to and obviously to giving. Uh, Cooper, with that, I'm going to let you send us off. Well, everybody, um, you know, we're, you know, one day closer to um, ending this whole situation or getting to the close or getting to the end of it. <clears throat> so everyone just, you know, take a couple of things from this podcast, you know, keep a routine, um, get around positive people, um, just things like that. Uh, you know, go to the gym. You know, whatever you like to do, just do those things that are going to help you stay positive and, and motivated through through the rest of this. So um, that's all I got, guys. Um, Joey, thanks again. And, of course. Uh, this is Cooper and Caleb signing off. We'll see you guys next week, guys. Have, have-